Here we are, just a couple dudes, with your hosts, Frank Lewandowski and Eric Flatiger. Jacked Podcast, bringing relationships to you from just a couple dudes' perspective. Yes. Live, what is it? Live, laugh, love? Live, laugh, love. I've seen that in a couple bathroom walls. That first sip feeling. Oh, kiss me. Such a good song. I wish I could sing. This song reminds me of uh, Dawson's Creek. No, you know what it reminds me of? She's all. She's, oh, all, she's that? all that. She's Freddie all Prince. that. What a great looking dude. What Freddie happened to him? Prince Jr. and that yeah, chick. But... She takes her glasses off. Oh, she's, she's so, so hot. hot without glasses, right? I th- you know. And now when you rewatch it, I'm like, oh, oh the glasses. God. That the was glasses. hot. We're both wearing glasses. Right we now. are. A uh, blue wave glasses. Blue light blocking. Blue light, whatever. Yeah. Well, the blocks the waves of the blue, blue waves light. that are from electronic devices. Yeah. So it helps us sleep. It's really hip. It's eyes. really in. Anti-aging. Mm. Plus, we look a little smarter. Ten points in the IQ test. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how that works. And we're not sponsored by anybody because technically no. we have no listeners at this point. So none whatsoever. We are building the listening. <laughs> we are just. We are building creating. our tribe. Yes, we are. Yes. We can say anything we want. Yeah, anything we want because. We don't make any money. <laughs> and this is episode two. Oh, yes, 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 yes. On the Just a Couple Dudes episode podcast. Two. Good catch. Yeah. Good catch. But, uh, okay, so we're talking about relationships. I actually relationships. had a post the other day. Uh, did you read it, Eric? It was on my Facebook. Dude, I read it, and I really enjoyed it. I felt a little emotional. You, you were feeling time. yourself. I, ooh, I, I love feeling. when you're when you're feeling yourself, and yeah. you go in on a post, or you find something, it's a gem, and you share it. Yeah, I just like... I'm not a poet by any means. I just like expression, true expression. That's why people that are fake bother me so much. People that lie, don't lie. Like, please just be your honest. There is no point. Just people can read through the bullshit very fast. Please just be yourself. Like, I think every person has something to offer and you're beautiful in some unique way. So please bring that. Do not try to be fake. And a lot of our society is not telling you it's okay to be yourself. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the, the love-hate part of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, right? Is that you can express and you can do all these things, you can be connected, but then again, everyone, most people are living their, their fake bullshit. And it's sad, man, because I, I try to, I don't know, I, I was bullied as a kid, um, my best friend, and I may repeat myself, so I apologize in podcast, but my best friend bullied me my whole life until eighth grade. And then I had another friend. I was like, wow, it's really nice to have a best friend that doesn't pick on me all day. It, yeah. it sucked, right? And I'm not a victim by any means. But I, when I see people get bullied or people get picked on, you will cause an internal rage from me. Like, because I just think it's so sad that people aren't strong enough to defend themselves and stand up. Mean people. I can't stand it. Don't be mean. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so we're talking about relationships today. I got to tell you, I think, you know, what is life? I think relationships are one of the biggest key keys to being happy, being fulfilled, and a complete life. And that comes from, like, our days of being in tribes because we needed relationships for survival. Literally, if you were on your own, you had a very low chance of surviving. So our brains are built from that right thousands of years of that so you have people right now that have taken surveys and cannot name one person they can call on and lean on that is so sad god that sucks that's sad yeah 
Like, you need a friend. You know, why are people compensating with animals? It's okay to have a dog, but if you don't have close human relationships, I believe that's a coping mechanism. It's a healthier one for sure, right? You could go into drugs, uh, unhealthy things, but, you know, I see a lot of, like, people can't even go to the store without an animal there or a service dog. Well, that's the thing is even people who are introverts still need human connection, social relationships. I mean, for thousands and thousands of years, people have lived and coexisted in these really tight, small bands of, you know, a dozen to 50 people. And now we live a lot more isolated. Yeah. Can you, how many people could you name right now, like, that you could lean on, like, genuinely lean on? Like, you're having a rough day, man. You get a vent. You get a, like, hey, I need, I need to talk, man. I'd say, like, between five and 10. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm really blessed for that you know but you also put effort in these relationships that's the thing is i've made it so i was just telling someone the other day we were talking about you know just life and stuff like that and uh i was telling them that one of my things that i find a lot of value in is uh relationships and spending time with people like that's i find more value in intrinsic things like that than you know going to coachella vegas spending money buying stuff clothes whatever like i don't really care about any of that stuff like spending time with people i like that's that's what gives me joy you know yeah there's like uh i don't know i've always enjoyed real conversations yeah you know when you click and your energy just like sinks in i don't know what it is man like when you're around people you don't even have to agree on everything but just when you're on the same wave wavelength yeah you're so calm you're collected you forget where you're even at when you have that great conversation yeah that's what I get on this podcast with you, Eric. Oh, yeah. That's oh, what we yeah. got, Frank. Oh, We're just yeah. a couple dudes. Just a couple dudes. Who love talking. J-A-K-D. Great relationship. Oh, yeah. On Podbean and <laughs> iTunes. So oh, just yeah. letting you know. Uh, no, I... So I think relationships are a struggle in our society. I think everything is multifactorial. So you talk about depression, suicide, angry, violence, blah, blah, blah. It, I think a lot of things are linked to or a piece of the pie is the lack of quality relationships. You can have a mom and a dad and you may be around that, but is that relationship quality? Is your life partner quality? How many relationships do you know that are good? Not too many. Like great ones, man. You're like, you're like, man, that's, that's a relationship I would be in. That's the question I ask people. I was going to say, I think we've, we've done this before. I think <laughs> me, you, you and maybe. some of the guys were in the pool. Yeah. We're just like, all right, name one. Name a great relationship. And we struggle to come up with a couple. Yeah, and sometimes you say parents. I'm like, eh, it's kind of biased. But, yeah. Right? You, oh, it's, I mean, totally, it's totally biased. Like, like beyond your parents or beyond, yeah, beyond a, a like, close family member, think of like mutual, like people your own age and whatever and your same generation. Think of a great relationship. It's like really hard to come up with. No, it's really hard and it's sad. I guess romantic relationship. I yeah, we're say. talking romantic. Um, like Friendships. I know a lot yes, of really a lot. good friendships. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, romantic. So that could be guy, guy, girl, girl, guy wanting to be girl with a girl with a guy. I don't know, whatever. Two guys and a couple chicks, you know, whatever. Two, two, eight, two girls, one cup. Couple furries. Well, that, was a throw, that was a throwback. Yeah, that is a throwback. I actually saw a video called Eight Girls No Cup" in mm. the military. Mm. Oh God, we'll go over videos in the future, but uh, I don't even know if that's legal to watch anymore. I don't think so. Like I remember being in high school, 2010. And my buddy, like, we're like, we're going to watch it. And we all were, like, freaking out. And it's just, like, a bunch of us, 14, 15-year-old boys, and we started watching it. And just instantly, 
I just started gagging. I thought it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen in my life. I was, was scarred it? from it. It was, was the most was disgusting horrible. Thing? You can't at that point. Actually, ju- maybe I can't remember if it was before or after. You know, teenage boys watching stupid shit on the internet, and we saw the uh, BME Pain Olympic stuff. Have you oh, seen those? Where yeah, they're just I, like tying their no, balls up with like with uh, what's it called, like zip ties and like hammering. It's insane. Yeah, is is insane. I couldn't believe it was real. And uh, my buddy was showing it's me disgusting. this, and I was like, <gasps> like what the hell. Uh, so I don't know. I can't remember if it was before or after, but yeah, that was the most horrific really shit I've graphic. ever seen. Oh. I would go into some videos that I want to go back to where we're going. Yeah, let's go back to relationships. <laughs> we're, uh, we're going off on a tangent. Yeah, it's because this is real and raw content. Yeah, well, you know, just a couple dudes. Just a couple get. dudes, baby. That's all you got. We don't know everything, but we know a little. But we know a little bit about something. Yeah. So, oh man. So one of the biggest things when it comes to relationships is, I be- I truly believe the best. Re- this is the way I look at relationships. If I'm going to have one, it's going to be a damn good one. Yep. If not, uh, I'm just not going to have it. Then what are you doing? It, it's not worth it, right? Yep. I don't want to be in a relationship and get married. Like, I want to get married, have kids. I want to do it the traditional way because I, I, I think there's some good merit to it. There's something to it, right? There's something to it. There really you is. You know, like, it'd be cool to have a wedding. It'd be cool to get engaged. It'd be cool to take those photos and blah, blah, blah. I don't need it. My happiest thought is I get to come home and see that person. Yeah at night that's the happiest thing i don't care about the wedding it's cool especially if it makes her happy it's probably more of a kind of the wife girl thing but at the end of the day if i get to come home and see her and know that we love each other and we're there for each other that's what i care about so i think having the right intentions is important being on the same page yep. like have same goals the same dreams um truly being vulnerable to each other i've had a really do some deep self-reflection because I've had a lot of failed relationships. A lot. Same here. (laughs) And who's the common denominator? You and me. You and me. It's that person in the mirror. If you've dated five dudes in a row and you hate guys because you're being salty and then you don't realize that you are the common denominator, um, that's a problem because that's empowerment. Like realize what you can control is only what what you do and think. Yeah, right. your actions. And I used to be arrogant and be like, the girls just aren't that good anymore. No. Blah, blah, blah. You know. Oh, she was uh, like the 1950s. Yeah, so I'm just such a great catch. Yeah. I'm a great guy. I'm a stud. <laughs> stud. I've I know. got like four abs. What's wrong with them? Yeah. I opened the door. But. <laughs> Do you know not. how nice I am? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pay for most things because yeah. like, I have chivalry. I'm great. Uh, yeah, I'm tall. <laughs> I'm above six foot. I'm above six foot. <laughs> yeah. But, well, I'm not, but... Hey, it's okay. In Asia, you're <laughs> fucking above average, God. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're I'm taller average. than the average woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's sexy. Oh, so man. hot, dude. Oh, God. You can start wearing shirts and say that. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, so... I just... I, I think relationships, honestly, are everything. And No, it I, is. Yeah, that yeah. human connection between you and another person, especially when it's of the opposite sex, or it's a romantic relationship, yeah, whatever you want to call it, it that... Uh, that's really enriching. Mm-hmm. And that I've always thought, you know, like right now my life's going really awesome. I have amazing friends, good family, good job. Um, I really feel like, you know, I'm crushing it. But, you know, I don't have a relationship. I don't have a romantic relationship in my life. So that is, you know, that is one thing that when I think about like, oh, what am I missing? That's one, you know. And I think it would, it couldn't greatly improve my life. I'm still a happy guy, but, you know, that's definitely something that is a... Uh, a source of you know good feeling for a lot of people there's something to like timing yeah right? 
So I'm dating someone. I've been dating her since January. And it started out completely wrong. Like, oh, man. I, I literally just was so... I thought she's so hot. Oh, yeah. Like, I was leading straight with my junk, right? Mm-hmm. And Heat-seeking missile. Yeah, she has an amazing personality. And we have this unbelievable passion, physical. And then emotions arised. And I work with her. used to work with her. And uh, you don't want to shit where you eat, right? Or no. It's not... Everything was wrong. It's not professional, per se. Yeah. We, we both weren't in the right circumstances. I was super stressed at school, and there was other factors. But we're still together. We're still making it work. And I realized a big problem with any of our issues were was me. Yeah. Like, how many people can look in the mirror and be like, hey, you're the problem? Now, that takes a strong person like to say, I need to be better. Well, yeah, because you always want to, like for me, I always want to initially, like my first thought, like if something doesn't go right with a girl that I'm trying to date or whatever, I'm like, God, what the hell's wrong with them? What the hell? Yeah, Why do they do them. this? Why do they do that? Like, I, I can't get it. I'm trying to figure it out. But I never really, you know, maybe it's not till later that I always look back and I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, what behavior patterns do I keep repeating that are stupid? Mm-hmm. You know, like why do I have these toxic relationships with women? You know, asking yourself kind of hard questions like that because you're putting a lot of personal responsibility on you and you automatically want to think that there's something wrong with them. Um, but really, I mean, it's both, it's two ways, right? Oh, for like sure. It's, it's always for a sure. little bit of whatever they did, but it's also how you react or how you are acting, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's been me trying to figure out and reverse engineer, like, what am I doing? You know, what behavior patterns do I keep repeating and how can I break those? So can you, know? you give some examples? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, a one big one that I was trying to work on, still trying to work on, is uh, you give me that book on uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy, Being a Nice Guy. Now, I know it's like kind of like me being like, oh, yeah, my biggest flaws, I'm too nice. It's not really that. It's like me not being me because I'm trying to be this person that I think they want me to be. You know, I'm trying to be like, oh, yeah, what's up? What time works for you? Anytime works for me. I'll make myself available 24-7 or, you know, I'll, I'll pay or I'll do this. And I'm trying to just like, I'm almost like cucking to them. Like, I'm just going to be this super, and it's almost like, it's not even, I'm not even intentionally doing it. It's just like such a behavior. It's such a second, mm-hmm. you know, it's just there, boom, the right it comes out of me. Yeah, I think so it's the right thing. I think it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. And it works and for so, a little bit, but it's not. No, it's not. It's not real. I'm not being, because I won't be honest. So that's mm-hmm. the thing is I'm not honest thing. with, with mm-hmm. a lot of women because I'm not honest with how I actually feel. If they make me feel frustrated, I don't tell them that. If they, you know, if there's something between them and I, I just think like, oh, well, you know, she'll think I'm like clingy or she'll think I'm being a dick or this or that, whatever. It can be a million things. And so I, I bottle things up. I'm not o- totally open because I'm just trying to be nice. And it gets definitely gets in the way and uh and i'm not me and then if if things kind of flame out and they're like well i don't i didn't really feel a huge spark for you you're great you're a really nice guy but i don't feel a spark it's like oh that's because i wasn't being me because i was afraid that you wouldn't like me yeah you know i don't and i don't know why well, it's like you, you deep don't down, have to be afraid though when that's you're the not thing. yourself you're not actually being vulnerable yeah right so I used to do the same thing. Like, how many times did you go on first, second, third dates and you're fake? Everyone's 100%. fake. 100%. Like, you're not even telling the truth. I'm just man. a shell of myself, just trying yeah. to be like, trying to oh, be yeah, I don't, this mold. whatever. Yeah. Just because I'm like, it's almost a classic thing. It's like, you like them or you want to like them, so mm-hmm. you're trying to hold on tight, but the harder you squeeze, the easier it is for them to like, you know, it's yeah. like squeezing a bar soap. You're, you're pushing you know them I mean? away. Yeah. yeah. But it, I think for a lot of us, I would hope at least, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> the only one, but... It's just like that second nature because it's what I've done without really knowing. So it's almost like subconsciously, I'm just like, I'll change, you know, 
when, when someone who's new, let's say, starts talking to me, it's like they're not even talking to me. They're talking to like this version of me that's like dumbed down, dull, not who I am. Because I'm, for whatever reason, it's like I'm afraid that they're not going to like me. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be whatever they'll like. But and that's not smart at all. No. And it's never worked for me. Mm-hmm. You know, but it does take a lot because it's like, like I said, it's almost like your subconscious. It's almost like I literally have to almost like, I don't want to say hypnotize myself to like reverse that. But it takes a lot of hard work. You have to actively be like, don't do this, you know, sever old relationships or, you know, approach new relationships in a totally different way, kind of get used to that. And so I feel like I've been doing it recently, you know, but it's hard. I think the first step is just admitting that you're part of the problem. Yeah. And that you have Uh the power to change. Yep. Like there's nothing you could go through that you can say you can't change. There's people that have been through traumas, been through horrific events and turned out to be amazing people. So, and treat people good. Yeah. Like me, I, I had to look, let go of my past. I actually had a really big month, month and a half with my past. So my parents divorced, what I went through. And I used to treat women not very good. I brought that mm-hmm. up. Uh, it's impacted every relationship I've had. I used to think it was just them. They were part of the problem, but it was a lot of it was me. A lot of it was me and not actually being vulnerable, which right now I'm truly vulnerable probably for the first time ever in a relationship. I'm also confident enough to just be myself, to share my insecurities, share my my fears. You know, the person I'm dating is the person I go to. You know, that's that's what you want, right? Yeah. I think for the healthiest romantic relationship. Well, they should know you through and through because they're going to yeah. get to know you. Because you're you partners know? in life. Yeah. I've always wanted a partner in life. Ever since I was a kid, I thought that was such a cool concept. Like, yeah. have one person you can lean on. Like, why would you ever mess that up if you truly believe in it? Yeah, it's true. You, why would you cheat if you truly have a partner that you're like, it's not just sex. That doesn't last, right? It's not no. just passion. Like, literally, that's your life partner. Well, I think if you're actually satisfied with, like, all of it, not just sexually, but, you know, all of it, like you said, someone you can lean on, someone you love, someone, you have something so incredible in front of you, you're totally satisfied, and you're not, and if you're crushing it in every other aspect of life, and you have that great thing, it's like, I think a lot of people are out there cheating, because, first of all, they're just not, they're not happy, mm-hmm. and they get that little flutter of, that like, dopamine Ooh, rush. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's like, I'm not to say that even if you have something great, or have someone great, people don't cheat, but I think it's when you're when you're both fully satisfied, what's you're not going to you know, you're not gonna go over there. Why would you? Yeah. I don't even You're not think, even thinking of it. No, That's the thing, is like it's not just that you're way. like, Oh, I have an iron will. It's not even that. It's no. like it's not even in your thought. No. You know? So like if you're crushing you, at work yeah. and you're loving it, you're not out looking for other jobs because you're like, no. I love this right now. Yeah. And when I'm kind of getting to the end of it or I get those signals of like, I'm not totally here, that's when you go look for another job or another thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you do that if you come to a, a tough road in a relationship, but I mean, I wouldn't really know. <laughs> I haven't really been successful in them, but I would assume so. You know what I mean? But it takes a big man, Eric, to like admit that admit that you can be better, admit that oh, you're yeah. struggling, admit that you need to you need to be better. And mm-hmm. what I'm telling people is that like, no, no matter what you you've been through, you could either be a victim or be a Viking. Yeah. I love that saying. Yep. And you know, no one cares about excuses. I can't stand excuses. Just give the real answer. If you well, don't want to yep. do something because you know you don't want to go to the gym because you don't like it, just say you don't like it. Yeah. Say I'm. I like to sit at home, eat ice cream, play video games. If that makes you happy, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Will there be health? You know, issues. Yes. But there's other ways to exercise. You can go play tennis. Go walk. 
you don't have to go hit the gym. I lo- we love the gym. Yep. So that's our thing. It's literally a lifestyle and something we enjoy. But I'm going on a tangent. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing, though, is I've had a lot of toxicity associated with women in my life. You know, I've had a ton of toxic. Uh, you can call them relationships. You can call them whatever. You know, mishaps. I don't know. But it hasn't been healthy. You know, it's been very toxic with mm-hmm. some. not Some not as much as others. But, you, you know, I could mom. have that. Victimhood mentality. I do have a great mother. Shout I, out to Mrs. Flattiger. Oh, she's amazing. What a, and what I could awesome have lady. that victimhood, like, oh, women just don't get me, or I hate women. It's like, no, I mean, I might jokingly tell my closest friends, like, oh, dude, I hate chicks, but I don't really, you know. No. But I got to learn. It's like, oh, some of it was them. Some of it was me choosing, choosing the weirdest, them. the weirdest women to like. Yep. Um, but a lot of it is myself too. If you ask almost any woman that I've been out with you know whatever they might i guarantee you they would tell you that i'm very indecisive when it comes to them and it's because i am but it's not just because i'm indecisive with women i'm indecisive with everything it's like this one it's another thing i'm working on is being more decisive in life and making decisions and going forward with it it's awesome i think you're free-spirited yeah a little free-spirited you're you're pretty laid back go with the flow i am too i love the saying i don't care Mm mm-hmm and people hate that saying. Oh, yeah. I love it. I say I don't care. I read a book called uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. And obviously Popular it's a very book. brash, abrasive headline. But the, the premise was there's not much that's important in life, actually. Not that much to worry about. But the things that do matter really do matter. And I have this discussion with my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm like, look, I don't care where we eat. I will make the decision because you get anxiety choosing food. <laughs> yep. And I don't want to sit there thinking about it. I'll make the decision. I could eat KFC every, or I could eat, you know, Mexican food every night in a different, like I'm very easygoing. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, I need to feel loved. I need to feel cared for when it comes to having children, like the important things in life. I am very passionate about it. Like, and that's good because there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't matter. Okay. Oh, and yeah. It's in medicine. I see life and death. Most things do not matter. And we care about the silly stuff. I know. That's outrageous. It just cracks me up. Oh, the stuff that we get hung up on is ridiculous. Yeah. And the best people to ask are older people. Like, yeah. the scariest thought in the world is regret. Yep. Regret. It's true, man. That's why I love talking to my grandpa. He's like 85 and he's so insightful and tells me all these things. And I'm like, so All right, I gotta, I gotta pay attention. Yeah, what does he tell you? Some life advice. Oh, some good life advice from from my good old pop up. Now he just, you know, he's told me things like, uh, like to really actually follow what I what I want to do and be passionate about, not just do things that you know I think are like you know like people are like, oh, you should go to college and you should go get a job and you should stay there for 25 years and get a gold watch and you should do that. Mm-hmm. You know, Which my grandpa, is more common back then. He never, and it was weird because he kind of, he comes from that generation, but he's also, he also kind of did what he wanted, you know. He worked where he wanted. He went wherever he wanted. He's kind of lived all over. He had a crazy upbringing. I think he was one of like eight or nine kids. I don't know. His parents got separated at an early age. He, uh, when he was like five years old, his uh, mother would put him on like a train, I think, to, like all the way, like across multiple states. From Isn't like, that wild? Yeah. Now we're scared old for your eighteen-year-old to go to college. Yeah. Like we're all in bubbles. Yeah. Put a five-year, six-year-old on a yeah. train and be uh-huh. like, "Hey, you're leaving Washington. You'll wind up in Montana or something C- like Civil that." Civil War. Give an eight-year-old a gun. Yeah. Like, 
And we're worried about our 18-year-olds going to college, so, having a job and working. Exactly. So he just kind of went and did what, what he wanted. And, you know, he always did right by his family and things like that. But he kind of... He's a good man. He's told me that. And I'm like, yeah, it's, uh, that's what I want to do. And that's what I've been... I feel like I've been so doing. That's, uh, I have a pivotal moment I want to bring up in my mm-hmm. life. So my dad is someone I look up to. And I don't take advice from any people. Just because I think you can be saturated with advice. I think you have to look oh, inside yeah. yourself, understand yourself, make confident decisions. I do listen. doesn't mean I always take the advice, okay? And when you ask everyone for advice, it just shows insecurity, right? And I used to be that way. I wanted everyone to agree with me. No, it's okay to disagree. Oh, yeah. It's okay. It's okay to disagree. I hated confrontation. Like, what do you think I should do with her? What do you think I should do with this? Blah, blah, blah. No, just, just do what's in your heart, what's in your brain, and go for it. Yeah, make a decision. Make Indecision is a decision, by the yeah, way. People it is, and I've that. learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah. But my dad, so I was having, you know, the last nine months, first of all, and I talk about my current relationship just because I want to be as transparent. I'm, I try to tell you what I struggle with in real time. So even though my Instagram, I have abs and my life looks great, I mean, there's struggles. To get here, I've had to go through these struggles and push through it. And I remember calling my dad, I was asking for relationship advice, you know. Uh, and uh, he told me something. I, I never thought he'd say this. He goes, you can't choose who you fall in love with. And my dad is the most logical, well-rounded, sound person. Yeah. And he literally spoke from his heart saying that. I was like, Dad, did you seriously just say that? I mean, like the most amazing dad in the world. Great guy. They have a, he has a really good relationship with my stepmom. She's amazing. I was like baffled. I was like, oh my God, like, because sometimes I think so logically, I don't lead with my heart, I lead instantly with my brain, and I was like, you can't, you can't create someone and go to the grocery store and pick out a girlfriend. No, it's not a sense character. I've always, I've always known and thought that too, you know what I mean? It's like, I'll meet someone and on paper, it's like, makes total sense, but you're just not, you're not feeling it, you're not into it, and then you meet someone else and it makes no sense. But you're crazy about them. Yeah. But for no reason. You and you can't. It's like you can't unlearn that. You no. can't unknow that. It's like now that I know you and I know this feeling, I'm like forever tainted by it. Because moving forward, it's like if it doesn't work out there, you're like, oh shit. Now I got. Now I'm stuck with this like this feeling for somebody. You know. Yeah. It's weird. It's hard because your emotions so are We are such strange yeah. creatures. And I used to think like. What used to trip me up before, and like what I don't, I don't have this anymore, is I used to think it was for a reason. Like if I liked someone that much, or cared about them, I'm like, well, it, it's got to be for a reason, right? They, they can't not like me if I feel this way. You know what I mean? I thought like there's got to be a reason. Now I know there's not a there's not a reason to it. It just it just is. It is, it is, is. what it is, and it's know? not what you think is going to be. I know people yeah. would say all the time they'd be like, you'll know when you know. I got that answer a lot from good relationships, yeah. like pretty good ones, and I'm. I'm like, God, that's frustrating because I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know right now. Yeah. Like, where is this person? I would drive yeah. to the gas station and be like, where's my soulmate? Yeah. Is where's that, that person is, at? Is it her? Yeah. Where oh, is did she? I already meet her and it didn't work yeah. out? Oh, Am I screwed? Is she in China? Yeah. I need to go there and find her. We're like, yeah. I met her in high school and now yeah. she's gone. Oh, she's gone. Shit. My, my high school sweetheart? Yeah. So you can't the be. The girl that didn't go to prom with me? <laughs> you can't also be so irrational either that there's no logic in. Right? Yeah, exactly. So there are four things, using some logic. I just four a little things. research. Four things that you should hopefully agree on hmm. and talk about before you get married mm-hmm, and you have a good mm-hmm. chance of making it. So first thing is money. 100%. Biggest money, right? It's got to be. Spending, saving, your goals, how you're going to live together with money. In-laws. Yeah. Ooh, in-laws, right? Is, does mother-in-law live in the basement? 
and oh. run the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in relationships where very unhealthy boundaries. I can't fix that. So you can't. Kids, do you want them? How many you have? How do you want to discipline them? Right? Yep. Pretty important. And religion. Ooh. That could be I'm hard, man. I, I was engaged, and a big issue was I was not as Christian and able to live that lifestyle, which is fine. And I think she's that happy and stuff now, so we're it's yeah. good. Good for her. Good for her. But I could tell you what, you know, it's weird when it's you, Jesus, and your girlfriend in bed every night. I'm like, I didn't, you know, I, he's got beautiful hair, pretty tan individual. Yeah. I think he's pretty he's a good looking guy, pretty clean from the pictures I see yeah. on the wall. Well, there's good pictures, and then there's there's some rugged ones. Probably yeah. what reality is. If he has the thorn on his head, it's like, it looks kind of brutal, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. But no, it, I mean, you just have to find that balance. And I'm just being funny. Yeah, you are. I love I think me some I'm Jesus, funny. so maybe I'm not. And I do believe in God, by the way. Yeah. I just don't like organized church for myself. Yeah, I mean, I. I love Jesus, baby. I yeah, do. I do too. But what I don't do like... Uh, stuff like that? Yeah, I hate... I've always struggled since I was a kid. Um, no matter what church I went to, as a young adult, I went on a mission for like a year with my roommates. I went to probably 15 churches. And I couldn't get into a single one of them. And a couple of them, it was like, ah, oh, this is cool. But then it immediately always kind of turned into just... I don't know. And what I always hated, what kind of really made me mad, is a lot of churches are full of people who, if I'm not willing to commit to being a member of the church, they'd be like, oh, well, you're lukewarm. You're a lukewarm Christian. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? I'm lukewarm because I don't want to go to your church because I think you guys are weird. We don't get along on yeah. about anything. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, what do you mean lukewarm? What? How do you live your life? You know what I mean? I'm lukewarm because I didn't, I didn't join your group of friends. Like, Come on, like I hate Actually, that, and it's like guilting people into like, are you really about way. it or not? It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I don't need this. No. I really don't. I'm actually at a great place in life, religion-wise. I've struggled throughout the years. Yeah, and I love Christians, by the way. Yeah. I love Muslims. I love Jewish people. I'm fascinated by a lot of it. Buddhist, Hindu. What's What's funny is we. I think we're gonna have a religion religion episode. It's very touchy. I think we're actually pretty balanced. Most yeah. people believe very similar things. So I, instead of looking at the differences, why don't we look at similarities? Oh, like, yeah. look, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity, you believe monotheistic, one God. Why do we care about who's a prophet, who's not a prophet, and which old book you follow? Why can't you be like, well, you know, you like this movie, I like that movie, but we all like movies. Yeah. So I don't understand the old school tribalism that is ridiculous like we don't need it crazy so but anyways religion even if you believe in different things that's okay so i have to believe in something greater than myself just to feel better because if not what keeps me from just going on drugs and going to vegas it feels nice believing in something yeah whatever that is i'm glad you bring up religion though with like relationships too because even uh you know, I got this buddy who's not even that religious, you know. I guess he'd consider himself Catholic if he had a pick, but he's not He's not religious. Oh, a lot of us were raised that way, right? Yeah. It's just- but uh, he was telling me, it's very interesting because he was seeing this girl, and she's, I think she's, well, she's not really Muslim. She's as much Muslim as he is probably Catholic, but they both say they're, you know, opposite ends of the spectrum. And they were talking about, like, oh, well, what if, you know, we had kids one day? He's like, yeah, I'd want I'd want to take my kids on Easter and Christmas. I want to take them to a church with my, my family. That'd be like a thing I want to do. And she's like, no, it couldn't happen. Would never allow it. And it's like, you know what? It's so weird. But even if you're not totally into it, religion does kind of matter. Because 
if if like if that's going to be a thing, I mean, how are you going to work out? You can't even agree on like Christmas and Easter, like going to a church. Like, come on, how's that really going to end? And I don't like the word compromise. Yeah. That, that word oh, comes God. with negative vibes. Like you it give does. In. Why can't you collaborate? Yeah, you are Ooh. again this good vocab. Uh, thank you very much. I yes. that's West Side vocabulary. Yeah, West Side Peoria Elementary, P-town, and Peoria baby. High School, P Town. I did not get shot, or I did. Yeah, it was not shot. That was that was West Side. Grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but God, God again, we come back to relationships and how we talk about being one, being on the same page. I say this. I love the saying. I'm a big metaphor guy, visualization kind of person. Most every couple should hopefully be on the same page. Most couples aren't on the same chapter, let alone the same book. Oh, yeah. And you call yourselves man and wife man and man whatever partners in life how are you not on like together how are you not bush cassidy and the sundance kid yeah how how are you not starsky and hutch well i see so many people i think they're just together because they're just don't want to be lonely they just are and they're just like i just always i've always had boyfriends i've always had girlfriends whatever and so they just they're just with people all the time it takes a strength to be comfortable by yourself like i can't do that and it is hard it is hard man like especially when you've been in a relationship a while, it's really lonely and sad when you're by yourself again. But that's a time to love yourself again, learn, grow. Mistakes are great as long as you learn from them. Yeah. If you don't continue to learn from mistakes, then they are bad. Yeah. But if you do learn from them and you grow, like every relationship, I'm like, okay, I can't put up with that. I can't do this. This is another thing I can't do in a relationship. What do I need to be fulfilled and happy? Yeah. And your partner should make you a better person. Like, you should both be individuals that come together as a team. It's not you complete me. Great movie, Jerry Maguire, oh, by the way. Jerry Maguire. God. You complete He's so dreamy. He's so good. Why? Tom Cruise, baby. Scientology, too. Yeah. I don't even oh, understand what that freak, is. He's a freak. But I think the freaks but, uh, make the best actors. Yeah, but what yeah. a great movie, right? Oh, amazing. Oh, Arizona but, Cardinals, the best thing they've ever done. Oh, I know. But, dude, I'm, I legit am, like, terrified. Like, I always have this, like... It's almost like an anxiety of like thinking of being with someone, but I don't have that kind of connection. It's like I like them and I'm not lonely and they make a great girlfriend or whatever, but I'm not like obsessed. And I know obsessed is a, maybe a bad word to use, but that kind of a feeling. You know, almost like if you want to talk about Jerry Maguire, literally in Jerry Maguire, when he first gets married to her, and then uh, Rod Tidwell, uh, Cuba Gooden Jr., he's looking at him at the wedding, way. and he's noticing, he's like, he doesn't look totally into it. Mm-mm. You know, and that first, his relationship with his wife, it's kind of just like, it's not like, you know, he's looking at Rod Tidwell and his wife, and they're feeding each other at lunch, they're kissing, you know, they're just totally in love, and he's like, yeah, we don't really have that. That's terrifying, you know. But like, you I have can't that, imagine. Yeah, you have I'd that rather choice, be though. doing what I'm doing. I'd rather, rather be just alone get a dog than and have that. Have a coping mechanism. Yeah, <laughs> emotional right. support buddy. Yeah. I, I don't know. Again, we, we we talk about relationships. I think a big thing is a lot of us have been hurt in the past. Everyone's been through something. Uh, yep. A, you have to let go of the past. You have to recognize it. Yeah. Understand why you do what you do, where it comes from. Let go. Forgive, but never forget. That's a good one. I like that one. I love that. You know, I've been hurt. Um, I, you know, me and my mom actually rekindled our relationship recently. It was really nice, and things are going good, which is nice. You know, it's nice to have a relationship with your mom or whatever when you go through tough times. But um, 
God, my voice just cracked. Is oh, that puberty hot. or is that my fasting? Should we talk about that? <laughs> we should talk about some Ooh, fasting. real quick. Oh, yeah. Can we do it real quick? I did a 16-hour fast. How do you feel? Uh, oh, I feel amazing. Do you I always feel, feel really good. as good as you look? I do. Maybe, Frank. God. Daddy does Stud feel good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, God. This but is great. Normally, I, I do. I'll do. What's really good is 14. Uh-huh. But 14 is when I start to get my first really? real hunger pangs. Like, like you need to eat. But if I can stave it off, um, I can usually get to 16 pretty well. And then for eight hours, I'm trying to, like, let's feed. Let's Let's mm-hmm. pack in some good proteins and fats and what's not. I can't wait. We, we still have plenty of topics to go over before yeah. we start taking on guests. I think the first 10 episodes, we're going to inter- we'll do just us. Then we're going to start interviewing people, bringing some people on. Yeah. Because we want to tell other people's stories. This we know some just good about people us. too, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just, there's so many amazing people out there that are just left and right. They're not Wealth celebrities. They're great people with great stories, not asking for any accolades or anything. We're not. We're just trying to give a message and hopefully it helps people. Are we just a couple dudes? I mean, we are just a couple dudes. Yeah, just a couple dudes. Yeah, two jacked. guys that are just jacked. Jacked. And I we're going to have ladies on because we love our ladies. We do love our Don't ladies. Worry. We're talking about them. Yeah, for some reason on my Facebook, all suggested friends are females. That's for my years of adding yeah. females. Yeah. I literally have not had a male suggested to me. It's <laughs> funny. Every single, like, every single suggested chick on Facebook I get, which is, you know, it's just like dozens. It's always, you have one mutual friend, Frank. 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 It's always I, it's Frank Lewandowski. I, I never hit up girls on Facebook. I, I, two, I don't use it that two way. Two people, you and my good friend Daniel Hannibal. Oh, yeah. Great guy. If there is a girl on social media that it's like, this is your connection. It's been Frank or Danny. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. I don't know. It's hilarious. I, I don't know half my Facebook friends. I'm just no, I don't. I don't know. But I've been using Although it for I've been good on while, Instagram. Though. I've been going through Instagram like unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, not to be like, oh, look at my ratio. It's just like legitimately, I don't need to follow all these people yeah, that no. I wound up following. It used somehow. to be, I needed more followers, and I'm following. It's a, it's a personal insecurity. Yeah, it's, so it's, a, it's a weird thing. Who cares? I'm not even a big social media fan. No, man, um, it's uh, causes a lot of anxiety, groups. I think. It does, and depression, really actually. really do. Which yeah. will, that'll be, the next episode will be mental health. Mental Ooh. health. Yeah. It was mental health, is it month or day the other day? It's, uh, the, I think it's a month. I think they do a month Is now. it a month now? It's a ribbon? Is it purple-green ribbon? I think so. Oh, God. There's so many ribbons. It's hot. It's hot. It's so hot. H-A-W-T, hot. Oh, Come I love the you. H-A-W-T, hot. Oh, it's yeah. so much hotter. Oh, it's way hotter. It's way hotter. Hot. It's like saying daddy. <laughs> it's like saying daddy. I love saying oh, daddy, dude. Man. Can we it, talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I just love it makes referring feel uncomfortable. Yeah, because uh, girls, speaking uh, of relationships, yeah. girls find it both hilarious, stupid, and but gross. deep down, like they appall oh, it, yeah. but deep down, they, they love it. Because anytime it, huh? I say daddy or I call one of my friends, I'm like, hey, what's up, daddy? Right in front of a, oh, a yeah. female, they laugh yeah. and they love it. Yeah. And I'm not like, hey, call my girlfriend me, gets a little creeped out. Call me daddy because I love that. It's not. I yeah, no, I don't no, care no, about that. No, but no. it's just but funny it's, to it's be funny. like, oh yeah, daddy's on his way. Daddy approves. They 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 eat it up, yeah. dude. I love they dry love sense it. of humor. Yeah. You remember the movie Airplane? Yes. With uh, don't call you know, me Shirley. With yeah, but what was his name? The old guy. Yeah, Martin Sheen. Martin, no, not Martin Sheen. Leslie Nelson or something. God, what was it? Anyways, he had such a dry sense of humor where he would say something so hilarious, but he had such a straight face. I've always thought that was the funniest humor. Yeah. My dad does that. To be able People to at his it. work think he's crazy. Like literally. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I think he's like going to go off like postal. Yeah. My dad's not that guy. He just says stuff with a straight face and it's hilarious, it's but incredible. you have to understand it's a dry sense of humor. So I say shit to people. They don't know me and they think I'm an asshole. Yeah. But I'm really not. I'm being funny. 
you just like, oh, that you was, to get to know me. Good. My first impressions are absolutely horrendous. Oh, I realize that. Yeah, I can. Oh, I can horrible. see that. It's horrible. I bottle it up. I'm usually like, if right now on the podcast, I'm like Eric, like ten. Actually, ten would be if I was drinking. Nine, eight. At work or around strangers, I'm like a four, probably. I tone yeah, it down. I, I do bring it down. Well, the problem with fasting, by the way, is that I have so much energy that it's like, oh, God, fasting is amazing. I don't know what to do with it. That's like the thing I posted the other day. I was like, if you fast 16 hours a day for a month, you fasted like 20 days of that month. That was posted from Mark Bell. Incredible. Mark Bell. He's a beast. He's such a beast. I don't care how many hormones that guy's on. He's just a monster. Yeah, I mean, take them all. You wouldn't look like him. No. No. He's He's incredible. He's great. I love his message. I've tried to message him. He doesn't message me back. But hey, hey Marcel, hey, maybe uh, his brother uh, responded to one of my comments. Oh, did he? Though, oh, Chris Bell. He doesn't seem. Yeah, I like him too. I asked him about. Um, he was talking about all this inflammation and whatnot. I asked him about turmeric. I can't pronounce the actual turmeric. Uh, turmeric. Turmeric. I have it. Actually. It has the we had uh, it, right. Didn't we one time? Yeah, inside of the turmeric, whatever it's called, is like I can't even say this one either. The curcum, curcium, curcum powder. That's the actual anti-inflammatory that's found within the powder, right? Mm. Um, but he was saying that we can't actually absorb the turmeric. You can only absorb the curcum that's inside of it, but we don't process it that well. So people are taking all this turmeric thinking you're getting all this inflammation, but we're not really absorbing it. That's why he's such a huge fan of kratom and meat. Because that's it. You and get fasting. You can absorb it. And, and fasting. fasting. Yeah. Huge I think fasting. actually the key... The best I've ever felt right now is, is straight fasting. We can talk about diet, and we'll go oh, through yeah. that another day, too. God. I'm a big advocate in anecdotal evidence, so what actually works? Yeah. And when I mean fasting, I mean literally a pure, strict fast. The only thing you can drink is water and black coffee. I was doing heavy cream. It doesn't count. It was even a little bit calories. It doesn't count. Artificial sweeteners, I'm sorry. That'll throw you off your fast. Zero, zero, zero artificial sweeteners. That is a crock of shit. It's not true. Yeah. It increases your metabolic activity in the body, affects chemistry, it, it messes up the fast. Not Diet Coke. I, oh, my God. Yeah, I know, I know, right? Oh, God. I can't wait to go into diet. I'm so zero, passionate about zero it. Zero cal, baby. Yeah, Although, zero, 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 yeah. zero sugar. Uh, lately, if I go out, if I don't want a beer, I'll just get Diet Coke. It's, it's like a nice little treat. Yeah, Even no, though it's I know fine. Diet we, we, we live it, but yeah, give me don't, cancer, don't tell me it's good for you. Oh, no, it's not at all. It's just, right. I, I guess it's better than a beer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't okay. even know if that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll still give you cancer. We're gonna get cancer one way or the other. Damn it. Gosh shit, I can't forty forty two minutes. Forty two? Got, well, got a couple minutes left. We got a couple minutes to kinda of throw a little in there. Should we wrap up the relationship? Oh, man. Should we go more into um, that? Well uh, yeah, I just wanna say maybe I'm being a little sappy. A little sappy. Mm. I gotta say I love my girl. She has been one of the best things for me in a long time and helped me get through a lot of things in my past and it is really scary to be vulnerable but it's also really um it's really um i think it's worth it you have to be vulnerable to be able to actually grow and bond with someone i think and i've never actually truly been able to be myself and tell someone everything that's in my heart and my head and i'm trying this time for sure and i hope it works that's good. It's awesome. Well, that's the thing. You have to, if you want to break habits or enter a new space, a new, you know, grow, you have to be totally open, to- totally vulnerable, mm-hmm. um, reverse engineer your bad habits, try to recognize that the problems that you cause, you know, mm-hmm. and be able to fix it, move on, do all those things. 
Yeah, so... It helps having someone else, too. I love hearing about happy relationships, too. Please don't be a hater. Like, when I see a couple that's truly in love and happy showing PDA, I am so happy because I'm like, good for you, because you two are happier now, and you're treating each other right, and you're happier for your kids, your friends, your family, whoever you're around, your coworkers. We have a life energy that responds to other people. It's hot. I'm, oh, it's hot. It's so hot. I'm not that spiritual, but there, there's something about that. The happier we are as a community, the happier everyone else is going to be. Like, it is your personal responsibility to look in the mirror and say, what can I do to be better? Yeah, I and I, I believe in a... I mean, I hate to be like, oh, I believe in a... Oh, the mic fell. In good vibrations. I'm not trying to marky mark this. But... uh it's true though when you're when you're happy and you're putting out that positivity and you know you're putting out that positive vibration people pick up on it they do maybe this is the key is this the signal to be done for what's this episode? song it should as be I'm holding what's the song kiss me oh i got it you got it as i'm holding the mic as in you're my holding hand, the mic we uh we eventually might have a podcast room we, we're working on the studio <laughs> first we need a soundboard and then a couple new mics and then uh pretty soon we'll have the studio going Oh, oh, yeah. Brings up good memories. Does it bring up good memories for you, Eric? Oh. It does. Oh, wait, there. Hold on, let me switch this thing around. And this is Relationships. From your host, Frank Lewandowski. And Eric Flanagan. Just a couple dudes. Jack. From North Phoenix. Bye, everybody. Love you all.